Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. This week, everybody knows professional sports like football, basketball, and soccer are big business. But did you know that video gaming, also known as esports, is also a big and growing business as well? That's why the University of Akron has added an esports business certificate for their students. Professor of Management, Dr. Sinbom Lee. It has become a multi-billion dollar industry, and it's one of the fastest growing sectors in global sports. If I were to get this certificate in esports business, what kind of job could I get? It's really safe to say that the esports industry continues to grow, so does its job market. So one of the common misperceptions is that you have to be a professional esports player or coach to work in esports or you have to major in computer science or engineering. However, there are positions outside of those areas being created. So we talk about positions like team management, tournament management, event coordination, social media, sales, marketing, content creation, business partnership. So it kind of sounds like, for example, in regular sports, like if you wanted to go to work for a team like the Cleveland Indians or something, nobody would expect you to know how to be a baseball player in particular. So if you want to work in esports in that business, you don't have to be an expert gamer, right? Absolutely. You're, you're absolutely correct. Uh, but again, I, I would say that it's not just about the sports. It's a combination of entertainment, media management, technologies. And University of Akron eSports Director Nate Meeker says it's more than just an in-classroom experience. We're going to take students that are in the class, and we've identified five key areas of eSports business that they need some experience in. They're going to break up into groups, and with a large partner that we're going to be working with, they're going to be putting on a real event for high school students That ends up uh, being an in-person event towards the end of next spring semester. So they're going to have an opportunity to do the social media for this event, the broadcasting and shoutcasting for this event. They're going to do the event management, the event planning for this event. And they're going to do some of the outreach for the different sponsorships that are going to come in as well. So, of course, these are going to be areas that are, that are led by our faculty and staff here on campus. But for the students, it's especially important that they get a hands-on opportunity to do this. So it's really going to be more of an opportunity for them to put on an event, put on their own spin on it, and kind of take control over that, which will really give them a leg up going into the job field later on if they're interested in gaming and esports because it's hard to get these uh, experiences doing this, especially it's hard to get it while you're in college because there's not a lot of opportunities for them to really get this hands-on experience to do these events. So for people who aren't real experienced with esports, what does an in-person esports event actually look like? I mean, if you were a spectator and you went, where would you go? What would you see? Sure. So realistically, it looks fairly similar to a sporting event. The, the biggest difference to it is that the arena is quite a bit smaller as you have uh, anywhere from six to 12 PCs lined up on stage where you have the competitors playing. But there's the same aspect of there being a back-end broadcasting component to it, a component where folks are, are talking about what's going on 
during the live action. They call that shout casting. And then the, the management piece of running an actual stadium. So for us on campus, uh, we can seat about 75 in the football stadium where we do our live competition. And if it was going to be a larger event, we could see more than that in, let's say, the, the football stadium itself or the basketball stadium or something in the student union. But for a spectator, really what they're going to see is is very similar to what they would see in, in a sporting game, a lot more similar to maybe watching it on TV but watching it in person. So if you've ever gone to a restaurant or a pub and you've watched a watched a game on TV in that kind of environment, that tends to be very similar to, to how it looks and how it feels when you go and watch an esports event live. So imagine I'm in the audience and I'm sitting there and I see all these people up on stage and they're staring at their computer screens. Is there going to be a big screen behind them where I can watch some of the actual gaming action so that I feel like I'm participating in it? Or... Am I just looking at people up on the stage and then there's somebody at a microphone telling me what the action is? Yes, you do. Yeah. So there'd be either a large screen above them, a large screen on the ceiling, on the wall, or multiple screens, which is usually the case. So most of the time, you'll see a variety of different large screens around the stadium to watch the action from, as well as hearing hearing the casters. So going back to the sports analogy, it's more similar to if, if you went to a football game and you were watching the Jumbotron, but then you also had your headset on and you were listening to the radio casters talk about the game, that's really probably the closest experience to what you'd get for for an esports event. So do people get pretty excited when they come to these things? Are, are we hearing cheering and people standing up and yelling and stuff like that, you know, like you do at a football game or a basketball game? Most definitely, yeah. The the crowds, it's game dependent, but for some of the games, the crowds can get pretty rowdy. Once a student has this real life experience of setting up this event that you're talking about with local high schoolers, and then they go put that on their resume and they head out to the world at large, what kind of a job can they get? And then once they do get a job, what kind of salary range are we talking about? How much money can they make? Sure. So for the first part of it, it really depends on what their background is. So we take students that have interests in all different types of academic backgrounds, whether it's business, whether it's education, whether it's communications and marketing, whether it's design and art, and we give them a little bit of an introduction to what esports is and how they can maybe use the degree that they're currently pursuing in one of those major fields and tailor it to an esports job. So as as a person who would be looking to get into this field, it doesn't pay too terribly different than than those static careers in those areas might might uh, might pay normally. So if you're looking at a business degree, it's going to be pretty consistent with what they'd get coming out of college as a business degree uh, holder. Same goes for someone who's coming out with communications degree or a marketing degree or a sports management degree. The big difference is, is that it'll open up some additional doors for them that would be closed otherwise. So if they had received a traditional business degree, but they didn't have any experience running an esports event or they didn't have any knowledge of what this field looks like, they're, the doors that would be open to them to work within an esports field would be closed, where if they have this experience on their resume and they're able to talk about the successes of the event or even the failures of the event, just the experience of having done it, 
that means a lot to employers in this field. So it's helping a, helping them to broaden the scope of their job search and provide them some, with some additional skills. And as this field continues to grow and get larger, folks that are looking for jobs can kind of take this and add it as one additional feather to their cap. Uh, and then if they are really interested in pursuing a career in esports, that may lead them down that path where then they can in turn take that and really run with it as a career. I remember a few months ago, we were talking about what the university esports teams were doing. And you did mention that the career benefits for people who actually get really good at gaming, now that can lead to some pretty high paying jobs after graduation, right? Certainly. So there are areas for professional play, professional coaches and like, and, and that in the area, we actually have had one or two actually who have transitioned into the professional playing role after graduation. It's very difficult to get there. I don't expect that we'll have too terribly many who end up going down that route over the next year or two, but there's always the possibility for folks that are extremely talented to be able to make that transition. And their pay rate can be as low as thirty to $50,000 and as high as a few million dollars. It kind of just depends on the game and it depends on the environment. That was University of Akron eSports Director Nate Meeker. And that's it for now. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590-WAKR and WAKR.net. <laughs>